<laughs> Welcome back to the Boston Bro Show, episode four this time. I didn't fuck up. I didn't <laughs> fuck up. You know what I mean? It's episode four. Um, I'm Check. I'm Jeremy. And this is Alec back here. Y'all can't see him, but we can. He's the one managing all the boards, making sure that we are on time, making sure that everything is running smoothly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a week, you know? It's been a week since our last show. Um, mm. We really want to, of course, keep it really? consistent. Seven days a week? I mean, I mean, I think since, I think we recorded over seven days ago. Okay, But okay. the way, from when I put okay. it out. You know, because it takes a lot of time. This shit takes a lot of time to, believe it or not, it takes some time to edit and then upload speeds are crazy. And it's like I have to deal with what I can deal with, with like stores not being open. I can't get certain things that I want to speed up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have this. I have something coming up that's coming that should speed up, that should boost our Wi-Fi so I can upload these things onto YouTube. Mm-hmm. The quicker they're on YouTube is the quicker I can put it, you know what I mean, yeah. um, on the other sites because I want them up on the at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, for it to make sense so it could just be streamlined. I, don't, I hate clicking on something and it's like, oh, here's the YouTube, but the, the audio is not up until tomorrow or this, that, and the third or, the, or vice versa. The audio is up, but the YouTube ain't, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like just trying to like manage it, manage it all. Um, but yeah, we're back. Um, episode four. Um, yeah, like it's been it's been quite a week in the news with a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things that aren't, aren't comfortable to be to be honest. You know, I feel like we went we had a not, little break with this kind of news. Not that this not too uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I feel like we had a break with this yeah, with certain. It depends what, on how you see it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It depends on who you are. Shit. Yeah. Um, absolutely yeah like some certain shit that we that we wouldn't you know we 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 thought we not that we thought there's been a minute since something like this has jumped up to the forefront Mm -hmm. um and it's not like for a second we thought that um that we thought that it ended yeah you know it's just you know that's just the hot shit goes right you know um we can't be we can't be too comfortable because we're always going to get a huge reminder you know, but other than that story, which I know you know we're talking about, and we're gonna get we're gonna get to that. Um, a lot of things happen in the news um, on ours for on the home front. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Well, on the global front, we got fucking murder hornets <laughs> running around <laughs> that we gotta worry about now. Not only do we Fake have to news. not only do we have to worry about fucking Corona, throw some random infestation of some random bee. So I thought we killed all the bees already. Yeah, that's what the well, that that's, global warming. Was I guess about? I guess it was the murder hornets that killed the bees. Uh, that's what we we're worried about. I'm seeing other videos of a smaller bees killing the murder hornets. So are we calling them murder hornets just to call them murder hornets? Or are they real killers? I don't know. That's I mean, you gotta earn your, you gotta earn your name to maintain your rep in these streets, man. Murder hornets. I don't believe it. You don't believe it till you see it. I don't believe it till I see it. We don't believe you. You need more people. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, we don't believe you need more people. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, like we um, murder hornets in the news. We got a fucking storm coming. They're saying there's a storm. Shout but granted, Massachusetts. I hate it here. <laughs> I love you, Massachusetts. I hate it here. <laughs> How we have a storm coming in May, bro? I don't understand. I you really don't understand. You don't understand. Like May, May first is my first true holiday of the year, because mm-hmm. that's when I can feel I feel comfortable moving out here in these streets. Like yeah. okay, it's May first. I it might be cold. It might yeah. get rain. But I got worry about no snow. Yeah. Niggas start looking at their short collection. 
Start looking at the flip flops. I just busted them out yesterday, man. I just busted out the whole summer wardrobe yesterday, but yeah, nah, we'll see. nah, go right back inside. We'll but see. granted, <laughs> they said you know how they hype up storms here, you know, because yeah. we don't like. They're saying that it's a historic storm. It's probably historic because it's going to snow in May. Mm. It's not like it's gonna be some wild inches. We're probably gonna it's probably gonna snow overnight, and by the time we wake up, it's just it just looks wet outside. We'll see. You know, but we'll see. Like I said, I don't want to put it past anything. We 2020 has been a wild fucking year. <laughs> like once we think we out the woods. Remember, it was like it was nice in February. Yeah, yeah. it was nice as fuck in February. Mm -hmm. I remember around Valentine's Day and stuff. I, I was like, yo. Spring After is Valentine's Day weekend. That's when shit started to hit the fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, "Yo, spring might yeah. be, spring might be on its way." Like, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. It's nice out. We had a mild winter, but Mother Nature has something else in store for yeah, us. She always does. You know what I mean? But like, um, yeah, I um, you know, it's uh, it's, it's interesting. Like, I read, I read this uh, story. I got hip to this story yesterday uh, regarding. Uh, Earl Thomas and his whole situation getting caught in bed mm -hmm. with his uh with his brother. He got caught Yo. in bed with his brother and some other women by Earl Thomas's wife. Jeremy, who I just apparently pulled out the toolie on him. Yo, I'm gonna just get this out the way, Jeremy. I just so you know, I'm not doing no threesomes with you, bro. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. We're close. We're close, but I'm not doing no threesomes with you. Ever. Well, then that's all I got to say about the Earl Thomas conversation then. Ever. Next topic. No. <laughs> that shit is nuts. Yeah, but she really pulled out the toolie, y'all. She looks like a sweet girl, too. N listen. But yeah. Listen. We yeah. know. Listen. You might, Any girl under 5'4", five, five, mm -hmm. you got to worry about Facts. that. It's the little Facts. ones. It's the little Facts. ones. You know what I mean? Like, they're the ones that they don't five, fuck four, around with this no shit. More. You know what I mean? They miniature and they got all the all the fucking bark. You know what I mean? And it's like you usually got hands too. Yeah, usually they're not scared to fight. It's how to grab them. So it's like Earl Earl should have known the type of wife he had, and he did. I'm sure, he did. I'm and sure obviously, he did. if she Those got type of dudes, know they yeah. know what they're dealing with. And obviously, if she got the if she has the the where you know she has the access, you know what I mean, <laughs> to protect herself to guns and shit. You gotta. <laughs> You gotta know that shit, and you gotta you have to recognize that that's the type of girl you got. Let me ask you a question: Do you think? What do you think of our "quote unquote" gun problem in this country? And when I ask you, you that, like, do you think it's actually a problem, or I, I can't I can't even know how to ask that without saying that it's a problem because I just think it's so much of a problem. But do mm -hmm. you think it's a problem that is actually solvable, or a problem that's so embedded within our culture we just need to learn to accept? Hey. There's a lot of guns out here. No, I, well, I think I think it's I think it's solvable because I think that I think that even the statement like "oh, there's a lot of guns out here," like there's a lot of guns in certain places, mm -hmm. and it's a and it's a mindset. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a mm -hmm. it's a comfortability. I know that I'm pretty sure that Earl Thomas is from Texas. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Please yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. Someone um, from down south. You know, and it's in it and it's a mentality. It's 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 a culture from where they come from. So mm -hmm. it's like that's like to say guns are um like it's it's like it bred in everyone or it's like a problem that can't be solved. I just no, nah, I don't I don't I don't think that at all. I just think that it's a mentality that when you grow up around that, you when you grow up around that, you you are more in, probably inept to jumping to that. 
You know, like in certain situations, I'm angry. I and granted, I'm not saying that everybody that got that has a gun that you know you know what I mean was taught to you react with the gun and things well, like I, that. Way, but I'm, just the when, when you own a gun, it's one of those things where it's like a gun serves a purpose, and usually the purpose it serves for many people's minds is this solves problems. Yeah, this solves certain types of problems immediately. Yeah, so all I gotta do is pull this out. Conversations over and my problem solved, right? Yeah. No, that's wrong. But a lot of people do operate that way, because because with the whole Thomas situation, I just I just think of like wow, like okay, I'm sure you you caught your man in bed with these other women and there's other dudes in there who's his brother as well. Lord knows what's going through your mm -hmm. mind, but you go grab that gun. That that shit changes everything. Yeah, everything. It does. It changes from a wild story to a you now to a have, felony to a felony. Yeah, and it's not just and it's not just her that that got arrested. Wasn't her girls too? Yeah, yeah. You know she, what I mean? Like, like you, it goes it goes from like one situation. Let's let's confront my cheating man, mm -hmm. um, into a felony quickly, and you getting locked up and you got in charges, and it's like, and now I hope I mean I hope his wife helps pay for their lawyers or whatever the fuck. And it's like, what's sick? What's even sicker about this shit is like. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to be in quarantine. Come on, the man. The fuck is this nigga? Come on, like, man. I, I, this nigga got an Airbnb. What's, what's a quarantine? Uh, he, uh, what's a quarantine dog, right now? He got an Airbnb, <laughs> and he's flying out chicks to he's meet at an airport. Absolutely. The, I thought the Airbnbs was cool. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's for them girls getting flued out, man. Airbnbs going to stay open. Doug, I thought Spirit's those shits were flying. I thought they- That's so all you need to know. I thought that they that they were getting shut down, not shut down, but I thought all the Airbnb Airbnb people were losing money. They had twenty houses, four, twenty mortgages, <laughs> mortgages twenty thousand dollars a month. Now they down and all that. But Earl Thomas can get an Airbnb. Damn Earl, right. Like, Damn right. Damn right. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it, but. Nevertheless, but you see how he jumped. He like jumped out in front of it. Like yeah. he knew the story was oh, coming absolutely. out. Cause like absolutely. the night before, he put up that he put up that post and he's like, you know, he's like, pray for me <laughs> and all this other shit. You know, and, and I'm like, all right. Reaching and like out to the Twitter angels. Yeah, and granted, like I Prayers didn't up. Yeah. I didn't wanna like I didn't see it until after, you know? So I didn't realize that he put that up and it and everyone was just confused. Like, what the mm -hmm. fuck is he talking about? But he knew he had to get out in front of it. Um, which is noble, I guess. I don't know. He's trying to like deflect it because he knew at the end of the day he wasn't the one that got locked up. Yeah. He could have just not said shit, yeah. you know. Yeah. But he still was trying to protect his wife in some scenario, I guess. I don't know. Some humility. He's still trying his to his wife, man. He's still yeah, maintain that relationship one way or the other. I'm sure he doesn't want to give up half. Yeah, I know? mean, I'm positive he don't want to give up half. Yeah. <laughs> And they got kids together. I seen I seen photos of him and him with the family. Yeah, come on, man. He don't want to give up half. He's got to work it out. You know, buy her something, take her out. It'll yeah, you know okay. how that go. <laughs> what's the what's the what's the push the T push the T line? All right, I did it. All right, I admit it. Now pick your next move. You can leave or live with, with it. it. And that's what it really comes yeah. down to. Yeah. Like that's yeah. what it really comes down to at the end of the day. Like we want to, we want to say that. Demon market shop it off. Yeah, exactly. Ha -ha, like knock it off. Yeah, like you want to say that this is gonna be some, some aha moment mm. for his wife, and this is her taking her stand and standing up for herself and all that, and 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 like sure, I mean you should stand up for yourself, but not with a with a like a gun. You shouldn't put a gun on his head, and that's not cool in any scenario. But you know that. 
they're probably gonna end up back together. Well, like, girl, this at least is... you know she really loved you, man. She pulled the Thule out on yeah. you. That's real love, right yeah. there. So you guys will work it out. Yeah. I'm sure you will. That's the only way. I'm sure you will. That's Come the on, only man. way. Now's not the time for no divorcing. Got Corona going on. You got a family to maintain. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to all those. Oh, shout out to all the side pieces again. Getting, getting stuck right now, man. You can only meet up with Boo at the games, man. Ain't yeah. no games. Ain't no. He's meet with ups. his. He's with his family, bro. Uh, how? Because how? How is he supposed to sneak out? How is he supposed thing. to slide out? That's one thing I've, I've really picked on since I've gotten like more on Twitter and stuff, and seeing how like, I, I don't, maybe it's just me. I'm seeing more players post photos with their main squeezes on their, on their personal Instagrams now. You said on Twitter, or on Instagram, on t- not Instagram, on Twitter. Gotcha. I feel like I'm seeing that more. I, I could, I could yeah, probably because they're home. Yeah. Where where could you go? Like you have to quarantine at home, and then on top of that, where are you going? You can't go anywhere. There is no oh honey, I'm gonna go run to the gym or I'm gonna just go play with you. You can't. So this is the time where everyone's getting. You know, you gotta post your girl. You gotta. You have to post your wife. Spend time with your, you know I me, mean, with your wife and kids. And I'm mm-hmm. sure it's probably hell for them, to be honest. Because it's one thing for, like, NFL players, because it's like, this is the offseason for the NFL. Mm-hmm. Earl, this is Earl Thomas's offseason. So, um, but, like, for the NBA players, they've never been home at this time, ever in their yeah. lives. Yeah. They've never spent time with their with their kids this this much time with their families. I don't care. I literally, I don't, like... There isn't any other story you can tell me. There is no way that you've spent this much time with your family ever in your life at this time of the year. They go from October, late October to sometimes June if you're lucky. And the only break you have is the All-Star break, All-Star weekend, if you're not an All-Star. Yeah, the only thing that's comparable to this is just the lockout from like the late 90s that they had. Yeah, we had a, there was that was a, the last one they had was the late nah, 90s, right? No, nah, there was one in the 2012 lockout. 2012 lockout. Yeah, that was the, that was from that was um, the season started on Christmas Day. That was the first year LeBron won the championship. Yes, the Heat. but that was his second year with them though. Second year with them. Yeah, that was like 20, 2012. How many like games were missed in that year? Uh, the started because the, the the season started on Christmas Day, so oh, I would okay. say I would say about like twenty games yeah, or that's so. Another reason 20. why I don't count one of LeBron's rings. But that's why. Oh I'm my God, Jesus Christ! Nah, but anyway, like, we're know, gonna talk th- about LeBron later too. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll go ahead. Right? No, I was just gonna say like um, with with these with, with I don't know. I'm just so interested by the social distancing that's taking place and people in certain states that are all like scaling it back while some are talking about we should be scaling it up and what's going to be good for one player is going to be different for, for another i mean earl thomas i mean he's got to get ready for the season he needs to start working on it he plays for the ravens he plays for the ravens now yeah he used to play for the seahawks right yep yeah he's like i wonder if baltimore's opening up in terms of their social distancing this like maryland maryland i don't i don't think so yeah i don't think so i think i think that um I think that I mean most of the East Coast states. I please correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Is kind of all on the same page. Yeah. You know, they're it's getting more extended and more extended. But it's like um, Massachusetts, Rhode Island. Yeah, I mean, Island. I mean, yeah, I mean the the the, the, the OTAs really and stuff will be soon mm-hmm. for NFL players. But granted, it's only been two months yeah. technically since the season been over. You know what I mean? The the Ravens season was yeah. over a little earlier, but um, about a week. Um, about three weeks or so, but um, yeah, they um, 
Yeah, that there's there's OTAs, but like, and no, that's the only real like workouts that he's gonna have to be doing. It isn't until late July mm. that they really have to like show up, show up. Mm. You know, so it's like he. This is in the middle of their. They would be vacationing at this time. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, and they can't. So yeah. now they're home with their children and their wives, and this is what happens. And I'm sure there's been other scenarios like this too, but it, it hasn't resulted in, you know, she pulling the fucking yamma out on niggas exactly. and putting it to <laughs> their to their head. And now she's locked up and, you know, and all this other shit. Um, Straight out of Goodfellas. Yeah. Straight out of Goodfellas. Straight up. Well, yeah. So this, um, yeah. So out of that, like what, what else happened this weekend? The last episode of last dance. Uh yes 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 that was episode number five yeah five five and six five and six I think there's two more there's two more left there's um seven and eight and then nine and ten mm-hmm. so two more weeks I think it's it's a very interesting series very yeah. interesting series um I don't know for, for me just growing up and I remember living through it particularly Jordan's second three peat the first three peat I, I recall. Vaguely, but the second three pit I remember like it was yesterday, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and to see like how they're doing the documentary, how they're doing the story, and some of the the different aspects of that time that they're focusing on, I think the documentary is real good. And I don't know, for for me, I really like the different different camera angles they get on some of the some of the highlights. Like uh, I saw one one video in which um, after Jordan hit the shot against the uh, Cavs. In the uh, in that in the playoffs, I can't remember the name of the player. You hit it over, but there's Eloy, a, Craig Eloy, Craig Eloy, yeah, mm-hmm. hit it over him. Ronald Hopper should have been guarding him, by the way. But anyways, <laughs> like that was that was just a crazy uh, misstep by the coach there in terms of that matchup. But yeah, but they have a camera angle of like one of the photographers running onto the court screaming at Michael, like Michael, you did it, Michael, you mm-hmm. did it, and it's just just a, just a, just such a great angle. To hear Michael like scream like yeah yeah like just the uh, intensity yeah. of it you know um, it's it's uh, interesting to see interesting to see yeah I think I think like my biggest takeaway like for, through these first six episodes is just like we like we discussed briefly the other day it's just all it's just all confirmation we all like there's been so much lore like come on I was born in '89 I I by the time Jordan Jordan um retired I watched I remember his final season that's mm-hmm. what I I think 97 98 um is the season I like remember from Jordan because it was just so hyped mm-hmm. all of the like the you know I'm eight years old you know and I all I know is when I think basketball Michael Jordan and ABC um NBC in the you know what I mean um waking up early in the mornings well and like I can't watch cartoons because there's about to be a game and all this other shit and they're about to watch Michael Jordan, you know? And um and just the lore behind him, like all the stories, all the lore and and to hear like all those little rumors and things like that, to whether it's like, oh, Michael Jordan, um, he punched one of his teammates and <laughs> what was it was it Steve Kerr he punched or was it um Paxton he punched and it's like, no, he punched both of them. You know what I mean? At different times. Like he did like all of those little those little anecdotes about Michael Jordan that like were were constantly, constantly pounded down. And it like you couldn't avoid it. It was it was not only just on ESPN and on your in in on TV and all these other in publications, magazines, posters, all this thing. It was on his shoes. Mm. It was on his shoes. Like you can like on the Nike box is his accomplishments accomplishments. On the bottom yeah. of the tens, it's yeah. his accomplishments. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's it's so 
he is who taught me. They indoctrinated us into like how we look at these athletes like godlike figures, mm -hmm. you know? Because, mm -hmm. um, of course, there were people like him before, the Babe Ruths, the Muhammad yeah. Ali's and stuff like that. But Michael Jordan was different because that marketing, it's like it was like everyone was behind him. Yeah, yeah. You know? And everybody was. Yeah, everyone was everybody behind because everyone was eating yeah. somehow off yeah. of Michael Jordan, whether it was his teammates, the Bulls organization, the NBA, David Stern, his like his friends and family, Nike, Gatorade, Hanes, all these places that were eating, freaking Warner Brothers mm -hmm. with Space Jam. Everybody was eating off of Michael Jordan. And so in the one thing above anything that I was left with was that he was like this godlike figure because the one thing they really don't show you much is actually him talking. Mm. That was the, the last thing you got the documentary. from... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, what'd you, what'd you say? In the documentary, the last thing you get is him talking? You're talking no, I mean... I mean his career. I'm talking about his career. Oh, okay. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And the documentary actually shows him talking yes, yeah. about these things, showing showing him talking about these scenarios. Of course, and of course, there was Michael Jordan interviews. Of course, there were things you can dig and find. Mm. But I'm, talk, I'm talking from someone that didn't grow up with him. This is like the the mindset, the the viewpoint of of like just baseline pop culture. Yeah, you know what I mean. The last thing you see of Michael Jordan is of him talking, is of him saying anything mm. outside of just like a slogan yeah. when he's holding a Gatorade or something like that. You know, so to see him actually talk about these scenarios and see, kick um, back, have a cigar, have a couple of drinks, and just talk. Right, you know what I mean, and. Yeah, and so that like yeah, like that was my biggest my biggest thing is just um like him being able to talk about the gambling, talk about um the chastising the teammates, talk about Scottie Pippen, talk about his family, talk about his brothers and things like that. Um on a on a on a grand stage and without doing any digging, without doing it's all on full display for you. Like this is Michael Jordan. This is where he came from. This is the type of person he is. This is how he really felt about things, not from reading from a different writer or this and the third. This is coming out of his mouth directly, you know. So, yeah, that you know, was. I always wondered about the whole him being a part of the reason why Isaiah Thomas didn't make the first dream team. Yeah, but that never made sense for me because because uh, the Pistons head coach was the head coach of the dream team. Yeah, uh, Chuck Daly, right? Yeah, yeah, Chuck Daly. So I was like, wait a minute. So you mean tell me Mike Mike had the pull to make sure that. Isaiah Thomas didn't make the team, but Chuck Daly still got to be the coach. Yeah. Dude, dude who orchestra tucked at the Jordan rules. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. That, that never made any sense to me. Yeah. But the hate, but I guess the hate between them is for real, especially coming from Jordan. Yeah. I think that I'm I. Never gonna forgive those dudes. Yeah. I think that. That was such a wild era back then. Yeah. <laughs> such a wild. I miss it. I miss it. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like there's one of those things. It's like, do I think that Jordan is the reason why Isaiah Thomas was was held off of the team? Mm. Yes and no. Okay. Mainly no. Um, Isaiah did it to himself. Isaiah, um, you do have to play politics in this shit. You do have to be friends with friends with people. You do have to, you know, at least not be disagreeable. And, and Isaiah Thomas was very disagreeable, even very though disagreeable. I res I respect him one hundred percent. Top go through top through. Yeah, top three point guards all time. Um, but the main thing, the reason why I say yes is because if Michael Jordan wanted Isaiah on the team, he would have been on the team. But my, I don't think Mike explicitly said, I don't want Isaiah on the team. It was just indifferent? 
Yes. Mm-hmm. And by saying nothing, while there's other vitriol from from Magic, who I fully believe said he doesn't want him on the team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Michael Jordan was the trump card. If he wanted Isaiah on the team, he would have been on the team. And by you not saying that, and 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 the one thing is the one thing that like I I find hard to believe is that Michael Jordan, and this is after his second championship, Michael Jordan, who's the macho man, who's the alpha male, mm-hmm. and all this other shit, all of a sudden wanted to be mum on something. Yeah, you know, like how do you you know the person that's fighting with the with the excuse me, with the front office, with the Bulls, trying to get better players, this, that, and the third, moving and shaking, and then all of a sudden, when it comes to the dream team, he's mum on who's on the roster. Yeah. No, I'm, exactly. It's just, it's hard for me to believe, but I feel that, I don't think that he explicitly said, I do not want Isaiah on the team, but I know he felt the energy, and he knew it was one of those is situations where I'm not going to save him. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to put my, my hand out there and mm-hmm. say, I want Isaiah on the team. If it happens, it happens, but I'm not going to. And um, and it didn't. And I'm sure, and I feel like he was happy about it. Oh, absolutely. Because in every- not be happy about it. They really try to fuck you up, like, for real, for real. I yeah. mean, this is back when dudes would say, no, we're going out here to, to hurt you. Yeah. We're going out there to hurt you. It isn't, uh, we hope to knock you out of the game, you know, something like that. No, they're really going out there to hurt you, end your night, possibly end your season. Yeah. We're talking about 80s basketball. Yeah. 80s basketball. Them niggas was playing in Converse, man. <laughs> like, I don't want to fight that's nobody that's so playing in Converse. <laughs> like, you see, and you saw, like, um, in the last episode when Mike, granted, he was wearing, like, a smaller, in, in his last, in 98, when he went back to play the Knicks, he wore a pair of the ones, the Jordan ones, because mm-hmm. um, he thought it was going to be last last game at, at Madison, Square, Madison Square. And at the end of it, and at the end of it, he was like, my feet were bleeding mm. by halftime, mm. you know? But and granted, they said that also he was playing in a size smaller. I want to like just so I did put a disclaimer. He said it was like a half size smaller than what he wore now. He was wearing a size that he had used to wear mm. in them, yeah. which he I guess he thought was gonna work, but it didn't work. But granted, though, like have you ever fucking played? Yo, have you ever played basketball in a pair of ones? Oh, it's ridiculous. Are you fucking insane? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. You- no. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, it's like um. First off, playing basketball in your NBA, in your Jordan basketball sneakers is actually sacrilegious to yeah. begin with. So yeah, I don't know. Nah. Yeah, in 2020, nah. if you're playing in anything past before the the 11s, maybe? Because I, I see people playing in the 11s now. You know what I mean? Because that, I feel like, is where... I not two hot ones for anyone I see out there shooting around in their nines. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, them shits are fucking heavy as fuck. That's crazy. Those are bricks. Crazy. Straight up bricks. Crazy. Um, those are boots. Like I even look at them, like those are like boots. Like how are those basketball sneakers? Um, but nevertheless, um, we got um outside of the speaking of NBA, like I heard like some of the so the practice facilities are opening are beginning to open up. Yep. Yep. Some of the like current um practice practice facilities are starting to open up in states that like um in states that um have rolled back some of the COVID nineteen stay at home orders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like. So I don't, I, I, I really don't know what what that means, um, but all like all in all, I'm happy that um, that the players are going to be able to start practicing again mm-hmm. because I know that some players legit do not have basketball basketball yeah. hoops at their house, yeah. and I, I know a lot of people, and we discussed it in the podcast before, but y'all didn't get to see it. Um, 
But there's there's players that, of, like I said, don't have basketball hoops in their homes. And you wonder why they don't. They're like, How come you don't have access to a basketball hoop? Well, not everyone lives in like a house. Yeah. A lot of these players live in apartments yep. in the cities that they work in or the places that that are close to the practice facility. Yep. They like if you live in an apartment, where are you about to shoot basketball at? Where are you yeah. where are you gonna find a basketball hoop at? Mm-hmm. And all the parks are closed. What are you supposed to just buy one and put it in the fucking parking lot? Mm-hmm. And even then, is it regulation? Is it 10 foot? Like what are you doing? Um so so that's that's what I'm happy about. But but overall, like, are the players safe? No, they're not. Like, <laughs> what? No, nah, they're not safe, man. Like, I hope I don't care just, what protocol they. I hope everyone just understands we are just in the midst of what they're calling a pandemic. That that one hand they're telling us we should be absolutely terrified of, and keep our asses at home. Another hand they're telling us, well, it's time to get back to work and get back to business. Yeah, you know, and so those certain states. So what we're gonna see is we're just gonna see what happens when these professional athletes go out there, start playing. Their sports and just see what happens. Uh, we'll see them roll out playing initially with no fans in the stadium, and I'm sh- and I'm sure as time goes on, they'll start letting fans into certain sections and to watch and stuff like that. Yeah. Before we get back ripping and roaring to full stadiums again. Yeah. You know, and when do you think that will happen? Whatever happens, happens. I'm expecting a uh, at the latest, the Super Bowl will be a full capacity. Gotcha. And whatever's happening with the with the NFLs was happening with the rest of the leagues. We already know that. Yeah. And the NFL is going to stay the course and say fuck that. At the very least, we're getting our Super Bowl money. Yeah. Worst comes to worst, they'll probably maybe they'll move locations yeah. if they have to. But whatever this Super Bowl schedule for this year, it's going to be there at capacity. Gotcha. Yeah. So with these practice facilities opening back up for the players now. That's eventually going to turn around to other places in general society opening back up like yeah, gyms and yeah, because honestly, stuff like that yeah, like when the one thing that like when I read that when Trump had said like he was working with like the sports leagues and shit like that mm-hmm. on a plan to open up and then people were like, why is he um, working with the sports leagues and stuff like that? I'm like, okay, I'm not about to fucking defend Donald Trump in any fucking <laughs> way, shape, or form. But still, your president, yeah, still cash that twelve hundred dollars, didn't you? Yo, I don't know what you're talking Didn't about. You? I don't know what you're talking. That yeah. shit's still sitting. Whatever. Um, Whatever. Um, so, like, people don't understand. It's like when when the sports leagues open back up and people see on TV these big groupings of people together again, mm-hmm. and things are okay, and things aren't. That's until is, they're not okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I mean, like, in a real sense. I'm yeah, like, I'm, yeah. I mean, in a sense of like what what they're thinking in their mind. Yeah, a, you know, a return to normalcy. Just right, visually, it, exactly yeah. to see that big of a group of people together again, mm-hmm. and when they see that, that's when people are going to f- start feeling comfortable again. And there isn't anything that, like, people can say, I mean, concerts and stuff like that, but concerts, they'll, they're going to follow the sports. They're going to yeah. follow the sport. Like, yeah. th- like people, like, Listen, the Celtics yeah. put on 82 concerts a year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Your best um, artist goes on, goes on a 30-city tour, and that's yeah. a huge tour. Yeah. They're putting on 82 shows a night if they're not in the playoffs. Like, this is a consistent every-other-day thing, you know? So if they, if there's any um, company that's going to make sure to fo- that's going to follow all the protocols necessary, well, you'd hope they would, um, the ideal company would be sports leagues, yeah. you know? Yeah. And um, 
So it makes sense for them to for them to try and follow that model, follow follow how the NBA is going to open up, follow how the NBA how the NFL is going to open up the season, um, and in how MLB is going to open up the season, mm-hmm. and um, so it makes sense for them to fo- to for every other place to follow that model. Any other business that that holds that can hold tens of thousands of people in your venue at the same time. And by that, I don't just mean sports arenas. I'm talking about concerts. I'm talking about malls. I'm talking about any, any public in any public area. So it just, it makes sense. Um, but I, I don't see, I don't see us returning to normalcy. Like when we, when we get back, people are going to still be wearing masks, even if they have a vaccine, you know, or a vaccine or a cure, or whatever the hell you want. You know, I know a vaccine and cure are different things. Um, but if there's any type of vaccine or cure and things, things like that, people are still going to be walking around with masks. People are still going to be, unless those places open up and to show them that this is a safe, it's it's safe to be out again. No one's going to be comfortable, you know, and... And with this, like, in with the with the practice facilities opening back up, I don't know if the NBA players are going to be comfortable. I don't know. Like, this is a real thing. It's I not just imagine any of them yeah. comfortable with this. Cause yeah, this is. I mean, like, 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 so many other players already stated. Like, there's so many more important things than basketball going on right now. Yeah, but this literally relates directly to their actual health of yeah. them living and dying. Yeah. Let alone, you know, going out there getting injured or something like that, and and I, and I, I'm sure if you did a poll today, like the at least 75 percent of the players would vote no. We're not we'll just cancel the season, we'll just be done with this. We'll start it back up again. Cancel the season. cancel the season. Cancel the season. But what does that mean? As of as of right now, the season's canceled. Lord willing, we're going to stop the season anew next year. Like just like. Completely. So the end. So the end of this season. This this had no result in the end of the no season. Result. So what would be the point? Like, why do that? But start up a new season with a new. So why wouldn't you just start up where you left off? Whenever we can start playing. Because again? right now we're in the middle of something where people shouldn't be doing those topics. Shouldn't be having events. No, I'm talking. No, I'm talking. So that's no, why at this moment now. At this moment now. No, I mean. No, suspended. well, it's suspended. Suspended, suspended is is suspended indefinitely. Mm-hmm. What you're saying is cancel the season, which means this and this result, this season does not end up go, get, having a completion. Yeah, and what you're saying is starting up a brand new season. Not right now. No, but, that's but, but that's but, the but, difference but, between suspended and canceled. What you're that's what I'm trying to clear up. Like, are you saying they? They eradicate uh, the season. I'm saying they, as of right now, this okay. The season no longer suspended. The season's over. We're gonna start a new NBA season next year when we're scheduled originally to start a new season. Anyways, that's what I, so, that's what I was just yeah, saying. So yeah, we start. So we eradicate this season. Yeah. The standings, and we start a brand new season. When the next when the next season, but why wouldn't they to start? Right, but we're if, not a brand new season right now. No, not I'm not talking about right now. Yeah. I'm talking about if okay, it it's it's May. You're saying we cancel this season. Yeah. This season's done. The mm-hmm. tw- the 2019-2020 season is is done and over. Mm-hmm. And then and then when things clear up again, when things are finally safe to play, you want us to start a brand new season with a team 0-0 all that. Yes. But why wouldn't they just finish why wouldn't they when things clear up why wouldn't they just finish the season that they couldn't finish first? Because I don't anticipate things clearing up by end of June, July, when the finals are usually on. Finals usually. I'm not on. saying that. I'm not saying it should be June, July. I'm saying say say things clear up in October, mm-hmm. and then bring them back. And yeah, and then the and finish the season. 
to to me, I think it's all lost at that point. I just I just say just wrap it up and just be done with it now. Stand start a brand new season. Why is that? Because I feel like too much time would elapse if you're going to do it in October. October's that's around the time the season usually restarts. Yeah, but it would push. Yeah, of course it would push back. So it would so push like, back so whatever. Things weren't good right now until October. Then we'll finish the season of October. So how that goes? The last October, the last November two months of the season. So October November, you're done by New Year's. And then when he, when do you start up that following an NBA season? Then you do you what you do is because the main thing is to me is the the season has to be completed yeah. before we move on into any other season. That's the way that I see it. Yeah. When things are back to open again, I don't I don't um, if it's this summer, if it's if it's September, October, November, December. To me, it's very important that no matter what, we finish the season. We especially if they were so far into the season that we should finish the season and sacrifice and, and sacrifice what is going to happen after that. You know what I mean? Because not only, cause not only, cause I tell you, if you did a poll of the players, cause this is very important to the players. Absolutely. Cause of course, not only just the competitive nature, they want a champion, but also their contracts. Yeah. A lot of their people that, can you imagine the players that are going into free agency mm-hmm. and what, Cause they, cause it all depends on whether they're gonna be a max player, this, that, and the third. If if the if the season ends and they and they don't end and they don't get, of course, playoff bonuses, things like that. And on top of that, they don't get first team All NBA, Defensive Player of the Year, first team offense, defensive. That's the thing that makes them a a max player. So that would be the players losing tens of millions of dollars. They're already losing tens of millions of dollars in the fact that their that their pay is getting cut. They don't want to sacrifice the sacrifice their earning going forward, you know. Because if you're someone like Anthony Davis who's coming up, and if I don't get first team All NBA, I'm not a max player. That's the difference between I don't even know. I know it's tens of millions of dollars. I know that. Yeah, you I, know. I, I understand that, but I just feel like uh, right now with a lot of these players, the money isn't. They're not thinking on that level. Right well, now. like when I, when I saw the when you I know? saw when that report came out last week that like they were like oh there was a report a report that the players are. Um, are uh, are saying that they should just cancel the season, blah blah blah, and LeBron jumped out and was like, "Yo, that is one hundred percent not true." The players are not saying that, you know what I mean? So it's like that let me know where their heads was at, you know, because in that and, and that's like my mindset as well. It's like no matter what, this season has to be finished out, you know, and then we can go, we can do a mock free, uh, a new type of free agency period, push everything back, but and then we can start up a brand new season. And they've been wanting to move the move the seasons anyway. Um, this can give them the opportunity to move and shake and things around to, and create a new a new schedule going forward. But we shall see. Yeah, we shall see. Uh, I just I just find that this whole situation just just interesting. Um, just just from the perspective of people's priorities, and sports definitely should be a priority because we need. Not just the entertainment part. We we actually just need to see what's happening when people start getting together in large group in large groups again. Yeah, you know we have to see what it what it's like whether we the want to pigs. or not. You know, I mean, hey, there's there's 49 other states in this United States of America. We all got to go along to get along. So if yeah. all these states are gonna be out here marching in the streets saying we want to we want to hit the beach, we want to go to our ball games, we want to go to our strip clubs, then you have to start opening the states back up. So all this is just Interesting to see. Yeah, because we're all we're all prayers up for those players. Because I, 
I would be shocked if you don't see instances of dudes testing positive and having to sit out two weeks. Yeah. It's going to become like the new two-week injury. Oh, he tested positive for this, so he's on quarantine for two weeks. And yeah, and I guess... back out here. Yeah, I guess David Stern said that... David Stern said that he... When they when they resume play, they're not going to test players anymore unless they start um, showing symptoms. Because and it's not because of not David Stern. What's the uh, I mean? Yeah, Adam Silver. Adam Silver. Um, yeah, he said that because it's really to save face. Yeah, because he people saw that all of the NBA players were getting these tests quick. Mm-hmm. How like why were they able to get these tests? But we have such a huge problem with people getting tested in this country. Oh, because they have money. Yeah. And that's what it always comes down to. And that was a bad look for them, you know? Um, but, yeah, man, people, like, I know. I know. Because I feel that same the same way, too. I want things to get back to normal. I don't, like, I don't want this shit to go on forever. I want to go outside. I want to be able to walk in parks, go, go this, that, and the third. I want to go back to a Celtics game. But, you know, it's, it, you know, I have no problem keeping the better, the bigger picture in mind. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and there's people, and granted, um, like, I know I come from a place of privilege. I know that, that like, I can, I can say, like, you know, let's continue to chill out for a while, you know, because I'm not hurting the way the other way, the way other people could be hurting right now. Mm-hmm. People are going to lose their businesses. People are going to lose everything if they haven't already, you know. So I understand the push for people to want to get back to work. I understand that and I respect that. What I don't respect are these motherfuckers that out here sitting in the parks in New York and shit <laughs> and you got fucking cops out here fucking going out handing out masks on the west side mm. while you see these people are not social distancing. They went to the parks and they didn't even have masks on mm-hmm. or any of that shit and the cops are out here handing the masks on some fucking happy-go-lucky shit while on the other side of New York... Protecting and serving the community like police right. officers always do. Yeah. And then while on the other other fucking side of the of New York, they're out there whipping people's asses and, and arresting them. And and I wonder... And I, and I promise you, you already know mm. the type of people that they're handing the masks out to yeah. versus the people that they're fucking locking up and putting their fucking knees on the back of their necks. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it's get It's fucking insane. It's insane. Like, I'm not, once again, I'm not surprised, but these scenarios will always bring, they'll, they'll always bring that shit out yeah. of this country. Yeah. No matter where you are, no matter what scenario, Anytime this they're going to show any type of a stress test. Yeah. You see, you see how they treat people, how certain people get treated under that stress test. It's that simple. Yeah. You know, we saw it with 9 11 and, and how people who seem to be from a certain descent were treated. Um, we see it now with this whole COVID nineteen. We saw situation. it with Katrina. We saw it with, oh, we definitely saw it with Katrina. Um, uh, we saw it with the storm that hit Puerto Rico. Yeah, you know that was to me that was always like the that was the first test that people should really look at. Look at how this president treated. Uh, I'm gonna call it Puerto Rico state, even though legally it's not, but let's yeah. just call it a state for the sake of yeah. argument. Right. See how he treated people of a fellow state. My man really flew down there to throw them paper towels. Yep. And for photo ops. Yep. You know? Yep. That was your first tasting of how he was going to handle this situation. So for us to find ourselves in this situation now, I'm not surprised by any of his behavior, and I'm not surprised by the results that we have right now. These are scary and very, very, very confusing times. Yeah. 
And those are two states you never want to have a mass of human beings confused and afraid. Yeah. Because that's when they start doing wild shit. Yeah. Wild shit like fucking R.I.P. to homie, that security guard. You know, oh, yeah, that security yeah. guard at that family dollar yeah. who was murdered. Murdered, yeah. Um, because yeah. if you if y'all don't know if y'all don't know about it, um, there was a there was a security guard, um, I think I can't remember what the state it was. I'm sorry. Um, oh, um what the state was, but it was a United State. It was a United State, know. yeah. And it was one of those states that were a little too fucking lenient on on opening up early. Mm. And um the security guard stopped this this woman from entering the family dollar because she didn't have a mask. And that was the and that was the the um the order of the state like you had to wear a mask to go into these places i guess i don't she disagreed mm-hmm. um and then <laughs> she, she was none too pleased yeah none too pleased and then she came back with her with her her husband and squad yep. her husband and some, two other men and shot and killed him yeah a security guard an an essential worker someone doing their job trying to upkeep the um just trying to upkeep the govern the governor's orders, you know, or the or the mayor's orders, and try to keep people safe. They or infringing on other people's rights. Of course, yeah. Don't there. tread on me. I, I, you know, what I mean, treading going on out yeah, in these streets. True, very true. That's why he. Yep, that's why he deserved to die. He deserved to die. You don't um, have the right to tell me when I do and do not have to wear a fucking mask. Yeah. Uh, on a scale of zero to ten, how disappointed were you when you when you found out that they were black? A, yeah. <laughs> Dog, I'm gonna say I'm not gonna say ten, but ten. <laughs> Fucking ten. That was such a. That shit really. That reeked of like Walmart. Yeah, white privilege, trashy. Just like what you, do? I'm gonna go get my gun and yeah. Get that, that. And nope, it was a black woman came back with her black family, killed a black security guard. Yep. Yep. Guns. Like I like I really that shit hurt. Yeah. That shit hurt because again, though, like, that that story that was like the DC sniper type shit. Like yeah. you hear that shit and you're like, oh, that's definitely not us. That's definitely not us. But, but and but then that, that's so crazy though because it's like it's that's such that's such an American story though. It is an interaction ends with somebody getting a gun. Yep. To come solve their problem because they we have this idea like I said earlier that guns solve problems. Yep. Exactly. There's a there's a theme here. There's a theme, and it's like now. Not not only is because you didn't because because that woman didn't wear a mask to mm-hmm. Family Dollar. Mm-hmm. One person is dead, and three people are about to go to jail. Yeah, about to go to prison. Four lives, countless families, are ruined because you didn't want to wear a fucking mask. Um, and then if it, like you have that, you have the shit. The other the other video with the. I think it happened in another store where somebody got spit on or, you know what I mean, they spit on, like someone got spit on or some mm-hmm. shit like that for trying to uh, like hold up like someone that didn't have a mask in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was another, yeah, yeah, there was another, the shooting in um, Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Was it Oklahoma, Alan? Yep. Yeah. Oklahoma where um, a woman walked into, I guess, walked into a McDonald's. Their dining room was closed. This is another place where... Um, where they had those, you know, the, all the dining rooms are closed, and and the and the and the, uh, the the worker working at McDonald's told her, "Yo, the dining room is closed. You can't eat in here." Mm-hmm. She left, came back with a gun, and shot up the McDonald's. What, um, one of the workers got got directly hit, and I guess two of them just got shrapnel, um, and all three of them um should be okay. 
thank God for that. But that's just another another scenario of just like people just like they can't hear no. They can't. They can't. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna get my other gun. Yeah, like I'll be right back. Like people can't say no, and everybody got. The, 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 seems to me that the the trigger figure is really starting to itch on a lot of people, man. Yeah, you got you got people who are cooped up. People, and again, gun violence is nothing new. No, it's just that to for me, it's seeing how gun violence can still be taking place during a time like this. Yeah. You know, like people are still out here with their tools like that. People are still, I mean, even out here in Boston, I've heard at least three separate shootings as of March 1st. Yep. Right in Boston. Two of them were, were little girls. Yep. So the gun violence is still real out there. People, okay, I just got to have a mask on. You say nothing about leaving my gun at home. Yeah. And It's America, man. Yeah. It's we got America. a problem, man. We got a huge problem. And it's like, we got... Like people just going out here gung ho, and it's like it's perfect, like perfect time to like to bring up the um the Ahmad Avery story. Mm-hmm. You know, another senseless act of gun violence. You know, gun well, violence. Made perfect sense to me, Chuck. He was jogging. Yeah, yeah. He was caught. How dare he? How dare he be out here jogging? He was caught looking through the through a vacant house that was in the process of being built. And this mm. is all in broad daylight. By oh, me. boy. That's when people like to break into people's homes, right? In broad daylight. How fucking dare you? In their uh, jogging shorts. Mm-hmm. And he was jogging. Uh, this young man, unbeknownst to him, is being profiled by another individual in the community who ultimately ends up shooting Mr. Abrams. And Ab- killing him with a shotgun. Avery. Avery. Uh, you guys can go online and watch the video yourself. I've watched it too many times to count already. Mm-hmm. My my biggest takeaway from this, my biggest takeaway is like it's never safe period for yeah. anybody. However, depending on who you are, whether you're a black man or a white woman, you are more keen to areas of space where you yourself are gotta be more pay close attention to it's not safe for me here in particularly. Yeah. You know? Everywhere. <laughs> you know? And is, where, where I, I, is there a place that, that doesn't apply for us? You know, I can't think of a place that doesn't apply for us. But for those particular places for those other people, it's like have you ever have you ever really said to yourself, yeah, going out and taking a jog, I'm risking my life? Yeah. Like do people do do they really understand that like, and by people, I mean people that are non-black, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, do they really understand that when we think of the ways that we can leave this earth, you might you might think of, oh, I might have a heart attack, I might get cancer, I might die in a car accident or some shit like that and blah, blah, blah. It goes, through, it goes that deep. But do you realize that as a black person in this world, country and in this world but we talking about this country here that the chance that i am killed while doing nothing by the police or by some white person that claims ownership over my life is a real thing it's a real fear it's something that we consider every day in everything that we do in every single scenario when we are pulled over, when we are in a setting where there's 
where white people outnumber us, which is everywhere, like that is a true thing that we think about, we consider, we worry over, and we we talk about, like we're talking right now. And we have to prepare ourselves, prepare our children, prepare our loved ones, everyone. And like when this story first broke, when it first broke, right, which was a couple days ago, I, you know, we're all at home and, you know, you're scrolling on the internet because there really not much, isn't much shit to do. You done finished fucking binging Ozarks. You finished binging <laughs> Billions. You finished binging all the types of fucking bullshit. Um, and I'm scrolling and I see this and I see this story. And I see a video and I'm just like, oh, let me, let me, let me watch it. Cause I'll, usually these things don't, these things, um, don't bother me. Um, but after I watched it, I went through a bevy of emotions. The last time that I, I felt something like this, like, and I've seen the police kill us. Mm. I've seen them. I've seen people kill us. Mm. I've seen videos, but it had been like just a little bit more. It's just been, it's been a, a, a little while since I saw something like that. Um, not that the police stopped killing us because they, they they kept killing us. Mm. And white people, white racists, white supremacists, they kept killing us. But the, the, there hasn't been viral videos of it that have gone this viral in a while mm -hmm. and be this clear. And the last time I, I remember feeling that like pit in my stomach was when we saw that video of Junior. In, in the Bronx, that little 16-year-old kid that was killed, yeah, that was yeah. murdered. Yeah. Um, it was jumped by that crew. Yeah. Dragged out of the bodega, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. I remember I was, I remember that day, like, I remember that moment. I was out with my, with my girl. We were, I thought we were, we were somewhere in, a, in an Airbnb and that, and we were just chilling. We were having a good time. And that shit crept up on our phones, like, at the same time. Mm. And that shit, like, swept through the house. And we both just had this like pit in our stomach, like mouth just like full of ashes moment, you know? And that's what I felt when I saw that Ahmad Avery video. Mm. And like, and to speak like about the, the cycle of emotions, like I went through it all. I was like, I was scared, sick to my stomach. I felt helpless. I felt angry. I was a fuck. I got, and then I got instantly tired, mm. like exhausted. And this is all in like one minute. Mm. And then I'm like, I felt like, yo, I got a headache. I'm like, yo, I got to lay down. Like this shit is like, when they say what this shit, like this was a lynching. Mm -hmm. And that's what a lynching is supposed to do. It's supposed to fuck at the end of the day, leave you exhausted. De like depressed, tired. You know what I mean? Because you ask yourself, it's like, should I not watch these videos for like my own mental health if, if this is going to do this to me? Or should I watch it and tweet about it and do the things that I should do because we need to spread awareness? Because And not only just to spread awareness, because if I just hide from this, mm. is that doing a mod justice? If everyone had the same reaction as me and didn't retweet it and was just like, yo, I can't watch that shit and turn my head to it, does that give Ahmad justice? 
if his name isn't trending now, if we don't have LeBron James putting up pictures, Kyrie Irving, all these NBA players, everyone tweeting his pictures and stuff like this, trying to um, bring up some, get some action behind it, get some action behind it so we can, so something, someone could be brought to justice behind it, you know? And it's like, it's that, it's that push and pull because it's like, is, is that exactly what they want me to do? Do they want me to constantly be seeing this type of shit so I get beaten down and beaten down and beaten down mentally? So I so I just I just turn and just start to ignore it? Because if we all start to ignore it for our mental health, then what are we doing? How do we bring awareness? How do we how do we evoke change? How do we, you know, or are we just throwing our hands up and giving up? You know? And like in all, it's um Damn, I know I just went on like a fucking rant. That was good. That was good. <laughs> um, but like, like, people want to bring up MLK all the time. It's like, white people love to do that shit, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, but on some real shit, it's like, is that what MLK would have done? Because I know, I know that shit's tough for my mental health. And I, but to me, if I don't, if I don't do that shit, I feel like I'm bitching out. Because there's black people in this country that went through way worse. There was no Twitter. There was no none of this shit. People were getting lynched and that just was it. Motherfuckers was burning crosses on they throwing rocks in their house, all this type of shit, getting beat, getting sprayed by water, bitten by 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 German shepherds, and I can't take a, a video on Twitter and I can go lay back in my bed. You know? So it's like I feel like I have a duty. I feel like I have an obligation, you know, to fucking to to you know what I mean? Put on my big boy pants and and do something. You know, even if it's even if it's retweeted, I know that seems like oh, you're just arguing on the internet. Well, no, no. arguing on the internet that shit that shit works. It does we're in different times now? We're in different times. Activism yeah, sure. is on the fucking internet. Yeah. yeah. Why do you know about it? Awareness. That's exactly. what these. That's what these things do. You can't avoid it if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm sorry, it was random, yo. R.I.P. to him. I'm sure you have a lot to say too. No, uh, I, I, I really don't have much to say, you know, because um, there's nothing really to say. I mean, we've we've been through this before. We know what, what these feelings that we're struggling with, you know, um, the denial, the the denial, the anger, the bargaining, the depression, the acceptance of of any situation that we go through is just for me. Just reiterates why. Like most men who look like me, we have to move a certain way in this culture. Yeah. We don't get to do the other things that basically white men can do without batting an eye at it. You know, like I as a black realtor, I cannot go out here and just go door knocking random Norbert neighborhoods. Nope. You fucking kidding me? Nope. That could dead ass. Perfect. That would that would that would damn sure get me shot. Perfect I'm, example. I'm, I'm damn near gotten gotten arrested sitting in a damn sitting in a in a in a Starbucks waiting for a meeting to start, you know? Like, going through these things. I cannot, my business suffers because I'm a black man doing it in America. I cannot knock on your door peacefully and not rest assured that the last thing I do is pull out a gun and blow my fucking head off. Yeah. Mm. You're right. You're right, man. And it's like, you know, to, for those asking, because... This something came out last year, right? Um, and it's interesting. It's interesting. Everything, everything comes full circle, right? Um, 
actually let me let me just get to, let me just get to to like let me just finish up actually what i was saying about about like when i watched it and the the other thing that that really fucking bothered me about it was the fact that it happened right that that whole scenario that whole scenario happened with me seeing the video and you you see like the feeling that i got was the feeling that everyone got obviously as we can see right um, Cause you see how these things are birthed on the internet. I mm. saw that video like five minutes after the shit came out. So you mm. see, so you get to see how things moved on on the internet. And the one of the main things that you feel was in retweeting it, in talking about it, in all this other shit, right? Is it's a call to action, mm. right? It's a huge call to action. Everyone's energized. Everyone is like, let's go, because you think in your mind, because this is the internet age, you think in your mind that this just happened. Mm. You think that somebody just caught this on video and put it on the internet, which happens a lot. Mm -hmm. But you, but the shit that's the most sickening about this whole scenario is the fact that when you do just a little research, you find out that this shit happened in February. Yeah. This shit happened over two months ago. Ahmad has been in the ground for two months. So you find out the only reason why we we're seeing this is because for months they've been fighting for this video to come out. And the 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 government in Georgia has done nothing but try to suppress it. So all of those things that we could have been calling for to happen when it happened didn't happen because there was no video. That means that if you are white in this country if you are white or have a badge in this country, you can go kill a black man or a black woman and you will be given the benefit of the doubt. Not only will you be given the benefit of the doubt, you will be protected by that state. You will be... You might even get a, get a hug from the judge after you're convicted. Yeah, like... Um, yeah, you might get a hug from the judge after convicted. You might fucking yeah, exactly. Um, shout out to you know what I mean. Um, the cop in Dallas, like you're you can be painted as the victim. You could be protected. They'll put the dead black man or black woman on trial, or black child, or black child on on trial. Shout out to Tamir Rice, R.I.P. In in of course Trayvon Martin. They'll put you in in Mike Mike Brown. Oh God, there's so many fucking names. Um, they'll put them on trial before they put you on trial. They'll work everything they can do to protect you in this scenario. And that is the most, that's the sickest part of this shit, man, is because Ahmad wasn't the first person that's been killed by by somebody. In the month, probably not that day, by the police or some motherfucker walking around thinking he's the police, right? But, and these names come out, but we don't hear about them as much anymore because there isn't video. That's the only damning evidence. People can, they could probably be eyewitnesses, this, this, that, nothing yes, will come out. Yes, but if there's a video, that's when things get moving. You know, notice the question that's, that jumped out in my mind from the moment I saw the video and it keeps repeating. You have the man who, who shot him, who's a retired sheriff, a retired law enforcement individual, yeah. right, out of uh, Georgia. 
and his son. I have no idea of his son's background in terms of law enforcement. Right. My question is this. Are they out there moving with that same type of energy if they don't have guns in the house? <laughs> no. I mean, are, are they that brave? Are they that tough? Nope. That they're going to hop in their truck un, uh, do it and do it unarmed and go confront somebody? Mm-hmm. There's two of you guys and there's one of him. Yeah. When why, Ahmad, why, why do you need the guns? Yeah, when Ahmad confronted him, you think he, he wasn't trying to fight Ahmad. No, he was just trying to shoot him. That's the only thing he was trying to do. And, and with that whole video, you know, there's always parts, people always say, you know, there's parts of video that you don't see, parts of video that you do see. Uh, quite frankly, I don't need the video. One person showed up with a gun. Two people showed up with guns. Two people showed up with guns to confront an individual who did not have a gun. Mm-hmm. Put aside what they each thought, the, what the other person had. Two people showed up with guns to confront someone on a public way who was unarmed. The person who was unarmed is now dead at the hands of those two people who showed up with those weapons. Yeah. You know? You put that into any scenario. What's justice in this case? Justice is in this in this case is the person who gets convicted of actually the shot that fired that actually killed him gets a life. And the person who did not fire or whoever didn't actually kill him gets 30 years. Something like that. That's justice, right? Yeah. But true justice will never be found because... Ahmad's dead. His mother lost her son. The community lost someone at the hands of... 25 years old. Of, of someone just feeling their rights usurped another man's rights. Yeah, because they feel like they own us. They felt like they owned him and they were and they were judge, jury, and executioner. And, and in any scenario, any scenario I ask you, any scenario I ask you, you watch that video and you see Ahmad murdered. Tell me, if you want to justify it in any way, Right. I want to ask you this one question. Tell me, what could what in what is the what could Ahmad have done that the punishment would have been death? <laughs> Robbing the house. Imagine if imagine if somebody lived there and he robbed the house. Is the would they execute you for that? Would they like what if he like you said? I mean, he picked into like. What could he possibly have done in that scenario where a year from now, if he was arrested, the fucking judge would slam his gavel and be like, execute him. Hmm. And that's what it is. That's the thing. It's like, I'm not trying to say every black person is an angel. I'm not trying to say every black person commits no crimes and and blah, blah, blah. What I'm saying is, is you are not the judge, jury, and executioner of black people. Mike Brown died because he 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 um allegedly fucking um stole some cigarellos from a convenience store. Death penalty. Trayvon Martin died because he was walking where he shouldn't be walking. Death penalty. Tamir Rice died because he was carrying he he was carrying a fucking uh, a fake gun. Death penalty. John Connor died because he was he was carrying a gun in Walmart that they sold that he got off the shelf in Walmart. Death penalty. You know it's it, it's and and uh, like to, to to just answer your question though, and that's the reality of the situation that we live in. You know we live in a and uh in a time 
and a mindset in which people truly feel that they have the right to your life yeah, and to do with it as they please. Whether you're a black man walk going for a jog. Or a woman. <laughs> or a woman walking down the street. Yeah. They feel like they have the right to your body. For women, um, you have men out there that think they have a right to your body, your time, your attention. And you put the multiplier on that. Imagine you're a black woman. Mm-hmm. Not only you're black, you're a woman as well. Yeah. You have no sovereignty over yourself in this fucking country. Um, and, la- and lastly, just to, just to put a button on this shit, right? Because I can fucking go on and on, mm-hmm. right? And I know we like we don't want to talk about continue talking about this shit, but I, just to honor, just to honor, um, Ahmad, right? Th- this is what I was gonna bring up. That's relevant to this whole fucking sports podcast. <laughs> um, this is supposed to be a sports podcast. Um, uh, so there was a story right on ESPN, a puff piece, right, mm-hmm. um, about a minor league pitcher who had. His, who his his wife, his son, which was like a year old, and his mother-in-law were murdered. Mm. Right? If if anyone knows about this, you might you you might not know about that story, but you'll know it if if I tell you this. Do you remember seeing last year this story of that naked kid running around? That they caught on video running around and the police were trying to arrest him. Yeah. We're trying to contain him. Yeah. And then he fucking, he fought off the police officer, mm-hmm. went running near a cemetery, then ran near a cemetery and tried mm-hmm. to choke, started choking out the, the groundskeeper yeah. and then all this other shit, right? That was the kid that murdered this minor league pitcher's family. Mm-hmm. Now, the kid was the brother, was his brother in law. Okay. He was 19 years old, right? Okay. He murdered his mom, his sister, and his baby nephew, Ugh. right? And then started running around naked. And, and the reason why I bring this up, right, is in this scenario, this is a obviously a, a kid that has lost his mind mm-hmm. and he needs a lot of help. In this video, and I'm sure you can find it if you do your own research, the cops did everything in their power not to shoot this kid. Mm-hmm. He was a murderer. He attacked a police officer. Still actively trying to murder. And still actively trying to murder. And then tried to choke out the groundskeeper. And they did everything in their power not to pull out their guns and shoot him. At one point, the police officer was running away from the kid. Gun right on his hip. And this is what we mean. When you got the complexion for the protection, <laughs> you can murder your mother, Shout out Paul Mooney. your sister, and an infant. And the police still will value your life. But if you're black and you look the wrong way, you're walking with a hoodie on because it's raining, they're going to kill you. And that's, that's all, and, and I carried that, and I remember posting that video, because I needed everyone to see that shit. Whether you disagree, whether you didn't want to see a naked kid running around or not, that was for every fucking person that ever, ever 
has anything to say about why black people get so upset about these scenarios or when they try to, oh, well, oh, he went to jail for this before. And, and because, you know, they're already starting that. They're already starting that. Oh, Maude, he 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 um got arrested for shoplifting. Or Maude, he allegedly brought a gun to school five years ago and da 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 da. Like, what does that have to do with the scenario right then? Because when it's when someone's white and they show up to a state house with M16s and all this other shit, it's all fucking sunflowers and rainbows and de-escalation. So what you trying to say? You trying to go to Africa or what? Fuck them Africa niggas too. <laughs> Africa. <laughs> what they got for me? <laughs> Nigga, we, we dealing with junior racism over here. Oh, them niggas man. is... No. Nah. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, but not, yeah, that was my... go back to the where it all started. Yeah. And then you got fucking... And you got these motherfuckers like... And shout out, like I said, shout out to Braun for posting that shit. Um... Because Ahmad needed that and Ahmad's family needed that. And then you got a little fat ass, rotund ass, bitch ass Jason Whitlock fucking. Take you, you're not a fan of his work? Yep. You know, just, you know what's so funny? Uh, well, it's not funny at all. I've always viewed Jason Whitlock a certain kind of way. A fucking coon. And, and, and all he's ever done is, is prove himself right in the way he's conducted himself. And. I don't know. For me, just just seeing what uh, his whole backpedal, backpedal, backpedal when it comes to Kobe Bryant after Kobe died. Yeah, yeah, right. He's just like, bro, I remember when you were laying into this dude, and back back during the time when even I didn't like Kobe, yeah. but I didn't like him the way you didn't like him. The way I knew, like, no, now you're just making shit up. Jason Whitlock is one of those people. He's black. He has our skin color. So when he's in certain rooms, he gets paid. To conduct himself a certain way to dance for certain people. Yeah, and that's all he does. That's all he ever has done. That's all he ever will do. Yeah. And so for y'all that don't say his opinion about anything uh-huh. outside of sports directly, I I, I I personally don't don't care too much for it because, quite frankly, it's, it's all a bunch of BS. Yeah, with that comes out of that and, man's mouth. Yeah, and and for anyone that doesn't know what the fuck is going on, I'll post the picture. I'll post it all right next to Jeremy. Um, so you'll see what um, what he said about the post, about LeBron James' post and things like that. And you pretty much said that LeBron, he's pretty much just saying that he's, um, the only reason why LeBron is, is, is promoting this shit is just using it for clout, you know? And we know that LeBron James has been socially active forever, you know? And... He, and not only has LeBron James been in the spotlight, LeBron James has, has made no misconceptions about his stance on these certain scenarios. And you can even account things that have happened to him, like them fucking spray painting nigger on his, on his house. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, even when he got to L.A., when they put up that mural of him and they, and they defaced that mural in, in L.A. And, of course, people thought that... Um, that the defacing of that mural more was like a, a homage to Kobe fans and shit like that, hating LeBron. But who knows what the fuck that meant? That should that should could have meant something something way more sinister. It could have, but I'm still blaming the Kobe fans. Yeah, I'm still blaming the Kobe fans too. But it. it's just like at that time, it's like Doc, I'm not ruling out any any reason. But it's so anything. funny though. That's how the, both those things are so related though, right? Here you have LeBron James, a professional athlete, who does what? He gets paid. To keep his body in tip-top shape. What are the what some of the things he, he might like to do to keep his body in tip-top shape? Go, go outside for go a run. run. He is, he's also a man who's had 
his property had what was a nigger that was uh yeah that spray painted up yeah. against his house some type of defamatory racial term spray painted on his own private property okay yeah. when that happens jason willock says same thing you're just doing this for clout you're doing this yeah. for more fame okay that's ridiculous and then he tweets something out related to this young man dying here while doing what jogging Mm-hmm. Doing something LeBron James, I'm sure, does himself. Mm-hmm. But you know, LeBron better get tying up security. Yeah, LeBron's gonna be fine. He's just gonna buy some more security guards. He has yeah. nothing to worry about. Yeah. It's like he's a black man in America. Yeah. No, come on, he's fine. He's rich. He's got money. Jason's right. He needs to shut up and dribble. Yo, this fat motherfucker, man. And no disrespect to fat. I just like calling. I just want to call him something. This fucking. No, you know someone, what I mean. Somebody like Jason. Will like, like I'm telling you something right now. A man like that, he's not a happy guy. No, he's not a happy. No, because at the end, yo, because he's guy. a fucking. He's the the absolute. And, and and you know, I don't even want to give like. I know I'm just annoyed and it's like I don't even want to give this motherfucker airtime because at the end of the day he's a fucking troll. You know, mm-hmm. that's the way that he get. Because at the end of the day, it's the engagement. Because he's not losing any followers. The people that hate Jason Whitlock already hate Jason Whitlock. Yeah. All this does is going to get his name trending, you know? And at the end of the day, during this, especially during this quarantine, the only thing that's going to happen is he's going to end up, the, his fucking bosses are going to be able to say, yo, great engagement you got this weekend with that LeBron take, you know? <laughs> Job well done. Get everybody riled up. So if you don't know Jason Whitlock or if you have Jason Whitlock, or go ahead. This is a perfect opportunity to block Jason Whitlock. <laughs> Do not give that motherfucker Don't come out his brand, man. Not yeah. his brand. Yeah. Not his brand. Fuck that nigga in his fake-ass hairline. <laughs> like, his fucking toupee. Um, but, um... <laughs> you came after the weight, the hair. <laughs> yeah, his writing, his fucking trollness. Fuck him. Cause oh, he's exact, yo. Like, yeah. I, I don't have no more words for this man. Dog. Like, <laughs> is that it? Is that it? Is there anything I'm else done? That, is there I'm anything done. else we have to fucking go over? Try man? to be kinder to people, I guess. Do your best. Yeah, stay I know inside. It's hard. Continue. Know it's hard. Continue. Lord knows st- I know it's hard. Yeah, continue to stay inside, please. Um. Yeah, practice social distancing. Um. And you, if you live in a state that your fucking governor is a piece of shit, just remember it and try and vote that motherfucker out. Like I, I, I a, and how about we all think twice the next time before we pick up our next gun? Yeah, just saying. How about that? How about that? Unless the revolution comes, then pick then them please, all up. Pick them up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yo, that's episode four, y'all. Thank you.